Coming up on 5-Minute News. Coronavirus cases top 100,000 as economic impact snowballs. Trump accused of protecting stock market over citizens. And US House panel faults FAA in review of Boeing 737 MAX failures. It's Saturday, March 7. I'm Anthony Davis. Crossing more borders, the new coronavirus hit a milestone yesterday, infecting more than 100,000 people worldwide as it wove itself deeper into the daily lives of millions, infecting the powerful, the unprotected poor and vast masses in between. The virus, which has killed more than 3,400 people, edged into more US states and emerged in at least four new countries and even breached the halls of the Vatican. It forced mosques in Iran and beyond to halt weekly Muslim prayers, blocked pilgrims from Jesus' birthplace in Bethlehem and upended Japan's plans for the Olympic torch parade. As financial markets dived again, repercussions from the virus also rattled livelihoods in the real economy. Who's going to feed their families? asked Elias Alaja, head of a hotel owners' union in Bethlehem in the Israeli-occupied West Bank, where tourists have been banned, and the storied Church of the Nativity was shuttered. At the White House, Donald Trump signed an $8.3 billion bill to fight the coronavirus, a day after Italy said it would double its virus fight spending to $8.5 billion. In Geneva, the UN Health Agency said it had received applications for 40 possible virus tests, had 20 vaccine candidates in development and reported that numerous clinical trials of experimental drugs for the new coronavirus were underway. We're all in this together. We all have a role to play, said the chief of the World Health Organization, urging more global cooperation from the business world and solidarity with the poorest. Yet even as COVID-19, the disease caused by the virus, reached 90 countries, more than half of those who contracted the virus have now recovered. It's retreating in China, where it first emerged, and in nearby South Korea. Questions swirled around whether Iran could control its outbreak, as the number of reported infections jumped there beyond 4,700 on Friday, with 124 deaths. Iran set up checkpoints to limit travel and had firefighters spray disinfectant on an 11-mile stretch of Tehran's most famous avenue. The 100,000 figure of global infections is largely symbolic, but dwarfs other major outbreaks in recent decades such as SARS, MERS and Ebola. The virus is still much less widespread than annual flu epidemics, which result in up to 5 million annual severe cases around the world and from 290,000 to 650,000 deaths annually, according to the WHO. As California issues a state of emergency, off its coast the spectacle of a Grand Princess cruise ship ordered to stay at sea with passengers confined to their cabins as 45 people were tested for the virus was eerily similar to a scene on the other side of the globe in which about 700 of the 3,700 on board the Diamond Princess cruise ship were infected during a quarantine. 
On Friday, Thailand blocked a separate cruise ship from docking, worried because it carried dozens of passengers from Italy, which, with over 200 virus deaths, is the centre of Europe's epidemic. In the US, the number of cases surpassed 230, scattered across 18 states. The University of Washington announced it would stop holding classes and teach students online, a decision affecting some 57,000 students. The state has at least 70 confirmed COVID-19 cases, most in the Seattle area, and the highest US state death toll at 13. The Trump administration's jettisoning of scientific expertise and the president's habit of spreading misinformation means the US is in a much weaker position to deal with the threat of coronavirus, experts have warned. But the efforts to address the outbreak risk being undermined by three years of a Trump administration that has seen an exodus of scientists from a variety of agencies, the scrapping and remodelling of scientific panels to favour industry interests, and a president who regularly dismisses or distorts scientific facts, from the climate crisis to whether the moon is part of Mars. Critics of Trump, including Democratic lawmakers, have accused the president of downplaying the significance of the outbreak for political reasons and to protect the stock market. He has said the risk to Americans is low. WHO officials have warned against having false hopes that the virus could fade away when warmer summer temperatures come to northern countries. A US House investigative report into two fatal Lion Air and Ethiopian Airlines crashes faulted the Federal Aviation Administration's approval of the plane and Boeing's design failures. Boeing 737 MAX has been grounded worldwide for nearly a year following the second of two crashes that together killed 346 people. The preliminary investigative findings from the U.S. House Transportation Committee released yesterday called the FAA's certification review of the 737 MAX grossly insufficient and said the agency had failed in its duty to identify key safety problems. It also said Boeing's 737 MAX design was marred by technical design failures, lack of transparency with both regulators and customers, and efforts to obfuscate information about the operation of the aircraft. The US House panel also faulted Boeing for what it described as a culture of concealment for failing to disclose information to airline pilots about the 737 MAX's MCAS stall prevention system linked to both crashes. Yesterday, the Federal Aviation Administration proposed fining Boeing $19.7 million for allegedly installing sensors on hundreds of 737 aircraft, including the MAX, that were not approved for such use. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Visit us online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering unbiased, verified and truthful world news daily. 
I'm Allison Holland, host of the Kennedy Dynasty podcast. Equipped with a microphone and a long-term fascination of the Kennedy family, I am joined by an incredible cast of experts, friends, and guests to take you on a fun, relaxed, yet informative journey through history and pop culture. From book references to fashion to philanthropy to our modern expectations of the presidency itself, you'll see that there is so much more to Kennedy than just JFK or conspiracy theories. Join me for the Kennedy Dynasty podcast.